This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lou. I'm joined once again by the faithful Colin Connors. And um, Colin, the jokes write themselves, man. The Raptors were eliminated from the playoffs by the Cleveland Cavaliers um, by a score of 82-68. to 68. We were just discussing how unwatchable this game was. Yeah, most definitely. I've tried to keep a pretty chipper attitude about the whole Summer League thing and how brutal the basketball's been, but... I admitted defeat about halfway through the third quarter. This is that was rough to watch. You could tell fatigue was really setting in. You could tell the bright lights of Thomas and Max Center versus Cox Pavilion was big to a couple too many guys. But uh, at least it's over with now. We got to see who's good, and we can they can go home. Yeah, um, man. I mean, the Raptors shot two of twenty in the third quarter, uh, which really decided the game. It was fairly close up until that point, but um, yeah, no OG Ananobi again for this game. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I would say the Cavaliers was just a better team. Like, they had the best player. Colin Sexton, I thought, was just phenomenal uh, in terms of how I was able to get a shot and, you know, uh, you know, just basically bring a stabilizing force to the rest of the offense. Even John Holland um, was pretty nice, but uh, on the Raptors' end, yeah... Man, I mean, Chris Boucher really showed out, which uh, we should talk about that. But otherwise, it wasn't really the greatest performance from guys like Raleigh, who had three points in 32 minutes on one of eight shooting. Uh, And, you know, without OG, like, you know, they were in tough. But, yeah, two of 20 in that third quarter. Yeah, that was a rough third quarter for sure. Uh, It was a bit of a law of average games from basically every, every single Raptors player, especially from three. Like, it's not like we were getting poor looks, especially during that third quarter run. I think McKinney and... Potts got a bunch of good looks, but Potts didn't even hit a three until the fourth. Yeah. Like, I think Potts, Raleigh, and uh, Richardson all came in shooting above 45% from three, and no one shot above 25% today. Like, Potts, two for ten. Uh, McKinney was one for seven. Richardson, three for ten. Raleigh, one for four. Even Boucher, who had who showed a couple flashes early on, like, to be able to shoot the ball, went 0 for three after, like, you know, doing shooting pretty poorly again yesterday. I was looking it up, and he was actually only... Uh, First percentile on synergy for spot-up shooting at 21% last year with the Warriors G League team. So that might have been a bit of an aberration in the first two games. Mm. But yeah, for that for that, for, for that run, though, it was just brutal. A lot of dumb turnovers. They couldn't get any type of rebound. I think they got it, they gave up about four boards in about three minutes during that uh, 15-0 run. And then they just couldn't make a shot. It was, it was pretty rough to watch. You could tell the guys were pretty tired out there. Yeah, for sure. Um... They did make a little bit of a comeback in the fourth quarter. Nick Nurse kind of uh, went to a college-style uh, pressing, trapping off a defense, which 
you know, did shave the lead from about 20 down to, I think, under 10 at one point, maybe at nine points. Uh, the Raptors got a couple of uh, nice free throw calls there, too, to really help that. But in the end, it wasn't enough. I mean, these are professional players. And, uh, you know, uh, if it's not West Kentucky versus Middle Tennessee, like, generally speaking, the quality of basketball is such that, uh, you know, full court traps aren't really going to solve anything uh, defensively. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the positives, at least. Uh, in terms of our three stars, the first one's got to go to Chris Boucher. Which, um, you know, looking a lot like Chris Boshe in the uh, first half, man. The first half, he was everywhere, especially in that second quarter, uh, finishing lobs, um, you know, powerful foot dunks, uh, a couple blocks too, 18 points, eight rebounds, four blocks uh, for Boucher today. And, you know, save for the three-pointers, he was by far their best player tonight. Oh, without a doubt. You can see him getting a lot more comfortable with the physicality too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he's starting to make a lot of more of those righty hooks when he backs somebody in. And obviously, he still gets scored on in post-ups on occasion, but he's holding his own a lot more now. And, like, rebounding-wise, like, eight boards in 23 minutes is a pretty good rate. Like, he's holding he's holding the zone for his size down there for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, come on. Just announce it already. Just announce it already. Bring him to the Raptors 905 <laughs> on, a, on a two-way. Um, did anyone else impress you in any way in this game? Or, you know, I don't know. Did you have any other thoughts on the other guys? Uh, I think this is probably Alfonso McKinney's most complete performance. Obviously, 14 points and 14 shots isn't what you want to see, but he, you know, he rebounded well. Like he's been switching on to guards really well all weekend. Mm-hmm. If he had been able to make shots, he probably could have earned a two-way from somebody. And like I know his guarantee dates in about five days, and based on his performance, he might not get picked up. But he showed a lot of signs, basically doing everything but scoring today. So you can't, you can't like, you know, he's. He's he's projected as a role player, so obviously like he's not a great scorer. But his floater looked nice. He actually, I think he hit one three, one for seven. But you know, like he played okay. But it's just like all anyone really did today. Yeah. Um, the weird thing still for me is how much Alfonso looks like he's forcing his offense. Like I don't, I don't think he needs to shoot the ball nearly as much as he does. But you know, the game's the game. Whatever. Uh, try to get out there and and put on a good performance. Um, I mean, look, he he had flashes last year. Um, both as a sub with the Raptors and also uh, at the 905 level, where it's like, you know, he could be there. Like, he's, he's got all the athleticism, the tools are there, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It didn't really see too much out of him throughout summer. Like, I just don't think he was a really good short, uh, shooting performance from him overall. Um, the rest of the guys, I mean, you know, Giddy Potts was all right, but, you know, like you said, he was pretty cold, ended up shooting 2 of 10. The Raptors as a team shot 8 of 40, from deep, um, maybe I think that's probably a reflection of uh, the way Nurse thinks about offense because um, you know consistently the Raptors have had tons and tons of three point attempts um, throughout the tournament, and you know we already saw a little bit of that last season with the big club, and uh, with Nurse now fully uh, in charge of everything, I think we'll see you know in, an extension of that where the Raptors are going to have an offense that looks similar to the end product of what the Houston Rockets have. Oh, most certainly. I think that's definitely, like, the the main thing that you're going to see projected over from Nurse. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, games where you see Lowry putting up, like, 12 to 15 threes and guys like that, which, which like, uh, you'd, you'd hope to see they could try, be, try and maybe find a bargain bin shooter somewhere because, obviously, we've got some pretty good shooters with CJ and uh, Kyle and whatnot, but you'd like to see them bring in some more if this is the style they're going to play. So, hopefully, uh, Raleigh's 46% leading into today isn't an aberration that he can actually contribute there. Yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed to see him struggle so much today. 
Um, he did at least show it on the defensive end, though. Four steals, two uh, two blocks. You know, obviously the offense wasn't going, but uh, at least he did that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, any big takeaways from summer league overall? Uh, definitely some. Like, I think Raleigh's a player for sure. Like Alkins, mm-hmm. he's uh, he reminds me a lot of uh, Marcus Smart, except he doesn't think he's the best player on the court at all times. Like, there's <laughs> such a, there's such a high variance in his shooting. Okay. Like, one game will be one for eight. He gets into the paint and creates a lot of good stuff. Like he still he has his bad turnover games, but he has a lot of really good assists. Like I think Blake was saying that they didn't even expect him to be this this good of a passer, but mm-hmm. like and then you know he's the best individual defender on the court at any given time, except for when OG's on. And he can switch on one through four. He's a bit reckless. His best skills, arguably, his energy. Like I think he'd definitely be someone. To, uh, he's definitely someone they should bring in and just like see if he can like fight his way up through the through the ranks. And like I think he could definitely become obviously not Fred, but he could become Fred Light. In some in the same type of impact, yeah, for sure. And and the Marcus Smart thing, I mean, I think he has probably more offensive skills than Marcus Smart. I mean, I, I know I'm saying this on a night where he shot one of eight, but like, it, I don't know. Like the one he shoots the ball, I'm like, yeah, that's gonna go in. That's gonna go in. Like when he makes like when he tries to drive to the rim, like I'm I'm pretty confident in his shot. I guess he just he's been pretty inconsistent throughout the the summer league. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. can see where that comparison comes from, but I, you know. He could do a little bit more than Marcus Smart, I think, offensively, especially if that three-point shot, uh, like you said, um, holds steady. Um, yeah, I think for me, Malachi Richardson, I mean, at least, you know, I, I like the fact that he was able to get his own shot a couple times, which I think is um, a little bit underrated. You don't want to just be necessarily a spot-up guy. And, I, you know, I've seen Malachi uh, work the high pick-and-roll and just pull up um, on several occasions throughout the summer, and... You know, he can shoot it. He can shoot it a little bit. He can shoot a little bit. And, you know, if we get anything out of Malachi, that would be a positive. Um, because, we, we know, the Raptors literally got him back from uh, in the Bruno Caboclo trade. So, um, obviously, Bruno wasn't doing too much. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's promising. I, I just think that he could be, a, a best-case scenario, like a Terrence Ross type. And, uh, you know, if that is the case, that's not so bad. The Raptors could use, like, a... 12th man who can come in and hit one or two threes, you know, basically be a better Malcolm Miller. Mm-hmm, for sure. I like before summer league, he was arguably basically dead weight on mm-hmm. the, cause like they, they didn't pick up his uh, rookie scale deal for his third year option. The Kings did. And they were just kind of forced into it to yeah. make the salaries work. But I'm sure after, after summer league, they're definitely encouraged. Cause he was shoot. I think I mentioned on one of the earlier pods, like last year in the G league, he shot like 31% or 32%. And I think conclusively Blake mentioned earlier on the first pod today, that like he's only shot 34% overall, but overall in summer league so far he's been shooting like 45. I think today would have dropped a bit, but he's definitely like his one his one translatable skill is finally starting to like bear some fruit from a percentage standpoint because it looks good every time he puts it up, and it's finally starting to go in. And then yeah, he showed a lot of creation. Like uh, he's only like six five. He's got this long wingspan, so he's gonna need to have some type of creative juice, like mm-hmm. be able to take someone off the bounce, be uh, beat closeouts. Do the occasional pick and roll, and he like obviously he was a high turnover player through summer league, but he showed a lot of that, like especially pulling up for threes and whatnot, and and like, just like making simple plays out of pick and roll. So a lot of positives from him for sure. Yeah, and then of course the other breakout star of summer league, yourself, Colin, <laughs> adored on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely do more of these uh, when the regular season uh, starts up. But uh, yeah, that, I think that does it for summer league. Um, it's great that we won't have to continue watching this type of basketball um you know it's more interesting in summer league whether lebron shows up and what clothes he wears than what's actually happening on the floor but uh 
yeah, we're no longer invested in it. So, uh, Colin, thanks to you for um, you know coming on so so many of these podcasts, and uh, to everyone else, thank you for listening. You have a problem if you're listening to all of these summer league podcasts, but we appreciate you having this problem. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>